Hey, money boss. Today, I want to talk about detoxing your finances. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Sherbunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. With everything going on crazy in our world, our lives are busy, most of us are still working from home, we're schooling our kids online, Many of us are, have businesses that haven't quite reopened or they opened up and then they've been closed down back up. I just got thinking about how restful and refreshing would it be for us to completely disconnect. Like you just go completely off the grid. But I think in all reality, we can't even go anywhere, right? Because the travel hasn't resumed yet. Many hotels aren't taking reservations, so maybe it's not possible. But I still have an idea. It's the beginning of the month, and what I usually do is I review all of our finances at the beginning of the month, and I go through making sure all of our bills paid. Um, I have everything set up in auto pay, but it's just one of those times to sit down and just do a complete look over um, to catch any balls that are, you know, loose somewhere. And I got wondering, how awesome would it be if we could detox our finances? There's just so, so much going on that perhaps giving it a really thorough look would be something that could benefit a lot of you. Just think about, right? How stressed are we about making money? Some of us work two jobs and run a business, um, some of us have a job and run two businesses. It's just all over the map, right? So we're stressed about that. We're stressed about paying bills. And then, of course, spending, right? Some of us are just putting our heads in the sand and not even looking, right? And, and, and comprehending where the dollars are going. But how about I tell you that we put all of that aside and work through these three areas of where you can just spend a little bit of time to create this additional space and energy, right? For you to focus on how your finances, right? And particularly money can be beneficial to you. So I have three tips that I'm gonna share with you of how you can start mapping this out for yourself, okay? So my tip number one is gonna start with the least favorite, but you know what? If you give this the push that it needs, this step alone is gonna provide a lot of refreshing, if you will. So it's going to be about auditing your income and expenses. You know, I love the word audit. Um, it really sounds fancy to me. Uh, when Yuri and I got married, um, we're pretty young. Still, still, I was still, both of us were still in college. And when Yuri graduated with his accounting degree, so his first job um, was uh, doing audit for uh, big four public accounting firms. So it was Deloitte and Tush. And it was actually a fun job. It was a really good starting point in his career. But I remember this one you know, particular moment that 
every time he would go on the client's uh, job site, right? Because that's where you do audit. You actually have to go to where the client is at, whether it was a warehouse or um, the, you know, their corporate office. Uh, you know, when he shows up at their door, everybody gets a little bit intimidated, right? By, oh my gosh, the auditors are here. You know, we have to all behave. It's kind of like that uh, idea when you get a letter from the IRS, you're about to be audited, your taxes are, you know, being investigated. No, um, I think in all reality, it really just means reviewing. And in this particular context, right, when we're looking at audit, auditing our expenses and income, it really just examining where you are, what you have. And, you know, the big reason I want to start with that, um, and I know it's painful, nobody likes to look at the expen- expenses, right? Um, and then income as well. For some of us, if you're in this position where you aren't employed, you're like, oh, Anna, I ain't got no income. I get it. But that's where most of us are stuck. And you need to let that go. So here are some things that you can work on in terms of um, this particular tip. Okay, I need you to lay, lay down all of your spending. If you have one of those apps that is tracking it for you automatically, awesome, I love it. You're already halfway there, so download your spending history. Do it monthly. If you wanna just look at the last couple of months, if you wanna do it for the, for the last 12 months, that's great, but let's take a look. If you don't have anything fancy like that, pull your bank statement, pull your credit card statement and sit down and, and, and write you know, down the categories of where your money going, is going. Where is it being spent? Are you spending it on uh, groceries? Are you spending it on ordering things on Amazon? Wherever that is, right? And maybe segregate it into different categories, fixed expenses and then variable expenses, all right? So you're gonna see pretty quickly where things are um, once you analyze and look through everything. And then second would be to look at your income, right? And I know it sounds a little strange, but even though if you're just getting a paycheck, right, or you have one paycheck, um, I need you to really look at that pay stub, right? When was the last time you looked at it? What is it actually telling you? What, and for some of us, it's like, okay, I know I'm getting a salary, I'm getting paid every two weeks, and you have a direct deposit going into your bank account. But I want you to, it's just like this real process of thinking about it and looking at the actual numbers, right? Because you having taxes being withheld, if you're getting a paycheck, you're paying, or hopefully you have some savings that are being um, taken out of that pay. You're also probably paying for, um, for benefits of some sort, maybe health insurance, um, uh, disability insurance, life insurance, there's all kinds of things. Maybe it's transportation costs. So what is it that you, where is the money going? That's the big question. That's the whole auditing process, right? So the auditor, when the auditor shows up at the door, they're not necessarily coming and looking at, at the whole picture, right? With suspicion, they rather want to understand and make sure that everything is done properly, so I am not coming at you with this, oh my gosh, you've got to cut down, cut your expenses, right? Um, and increase your income. No, my point here is for you to do something about it. So that's the first kind of stab at it is to, um, is to look at everything, okay? It shouldn't take you forever. I think you can probably get a really good picture if you spend 30 minutes or so um, looking at this. And then I have a second tip for you today. Um, Once you know, and I think it's important to do these in order because 
Once, the, once you laid out your expenses and you know where everything is at, you're gonna start hopefully seeing some patterns. And that's why I suggest you do this for a couple of months because some things, right, our habits are so ingrained in us, right, that perhaps we don't even realize, but having looked at these numbers are gonna show you some patterns. So my tip number two is, let's look at what I call the power of unsubscribe. And I think more than ever in the times where we are today, where you can buy pretty much anything and everything you want at the you know click of a button, even on your phone. So it's so easy to be kind of ignorant of some of these things um, that are just kind of there, they're running for you. But I, the question is, right, that auditor brain is thinking like, do you really need that? So think about this, this as you're going through looking at your expenses. What services, right, or subscriptions you're paying on a monthly basis? Maybe it's quarterly basis, right? Or maybe it's yearly subscriptions that you signed up for and you actually do not use. So if you aren't using it, then why are you paying for it? It may be just it's easy and you forgot to do it um, or forgot to unsubscribe. That's fine. But here are some examples of typical subscriptions that maybe perhaps it's time to question. All right, number one is cable subscription. I cannot tell you how many times I had to, I still come back to this um, and wanting to let it go, but I think the providers for, you know, internet service providers um, have gotten kind of smart and they make it really hard for you not to have the cable subscription because they wrap it in, for example, in the internet cost, right? Or cost of getting your internet service. If you still have an option to separate the two and there's significant cost difference, then do it. But do you even need to have that, right? Maybe perhaps you have other types of services such as Netflix and Hulu and whatever else is out there, Disney Plus. Are you using those, right? Landline, oh my gosh, people still have line, landline these days. So why? Even if it's just $20, $30 a month, why are you paying for it? It's really, is money being spent where it really has the most impact or you're just wasting it. It's not so much really, these smaller things are not so much about saving, it's really about being smart with where your dollars are going. Okay, my uh, next one on my list is gym membership. How, I know that a lot of gyms are still closed, at least here in the Northern California. Um, or there, I, last thing I heard a couple of days ago that they're just about to um, get them open. But if you look back at your life over the last couple of months, what more than a couple, right? Like four or five months. Um, have you adopted a new routine where you can exercise elsewhere? Do you still need to have the gym membership? If you don't, maybe it's time for you to let it go. Um, and one last one that I think really does tie into um, the subscription um, space is, is, is what I struggle with the most are the email um, subscriptions, right? Or, or newsletters that you're getting in your email. And particularly the ones that are sales-oriented, right? If it's just something that you like to read or enjoy, um, that's fine. I do have a tip for you. I used an app called unroll.me, U-N-R-O-L-L.me. So it allows me to aggregate all kinds of different subscriptions I have, right? Whether it's daily, um, weekly, or whatever the frequency is and it pulls it together into one email. So instead of getting 20 a day, I only get one email. 
And then I pick, um, you know, if I want to read that email, I just scroll through it. Um, and then, uh, you know, I subscribe from whatever I don't need, or I just continue reading it and I just leave it alone. So it allows me to get again this, I'm looking for this clarity, I'm looking for this space, right, the mental space, in order for, for something better come down the road. Okay, so here's the, th- the, the rule of thumb for deciding, right, on how you can unsubscribe. I ask myself this question, have I used any of these subscription services in the last three months, right? If I haven't used it, in particular, looking back at the last three months, most of us would have probably tapped in, into most of these. If I haven't, then it's time for it to go. I, again, I think you can always subscribe to it again. Now, this particular one shouldn't take you as long um, as the, maybe the first exercise of auditing income and expenses, but do them together, right? Because once you've laid everything out, it's really easy and you're going to start seeing some of these patterns. So work on it today. In the next episode, I'm going to come back and share with you one more tip that I think is going to make both of these really come together. So we're going to make a home run at that point. But you can't move on until you've worked through these two. All right, my friends, until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.